Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. Our purpose is to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're working our way through 1 Timothy in our current series, Behave Yourself. Now let's jump in and hear what Kurt has to say. And welcome, my friends, to a brand new day and a brand new book of the Bible. Looking forward to wading through the book of 1 Timothy together. Uh, some of you that have been at the podcast for a while or maybe have gone back to some of our archived episodes have perhaps heard our series on 2 Timothy. So I probably should have thought through this a little bit better and done 1 Timothy first. But uh, hey, every book of the Bible finds context with every other book of the Bible. And in a sense, every book of the Bible is an autonomous unit as well. So as we consider the principles of 1 Timothy, we're really looking at godly mentorship. We're looking at the way by which we can pour into another generation because that's what's happening in the book. And then we're, we're learning really how to behave ourselves in the house of God. John, it's a privilege to have you as always. Uh, just give, give me your 50,000-foot view of, of the book of 1 Timothy. You know, I, I love 1 Timothy as we have this young man who Paul obviously has been a spiritual father to, and Paul's helped train him theologically, help him know more about the faith that Timothy had gotten from his mother and his grandmother and passed it on down to him. And here, Paul is wanting Timothy to know some things that Timothy needs to do in ministry, how he needs to view ministry, how he needs to view what God's called him to do, and to serve God with great fervor and great passion. Discipling people is a life. It's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not an activity. We talk much about discipleship in our lives and our churches, and Paul's relationship with Timothy is it's a unique relationship. So historically, uh, Paul was on the second missionary journey with Silas. He was passing through some of the cities where previously he and Barnabas had had really planted the seeds of the gospel and started some churches on the first missionary journey. One of those cities uh, was a place called in Galatia called Lystra. And there at Lystra, remember, it was Lystra where Paul was actually hauled out of the city, <laughs> stoned, and left for dead. So that's not a place I think I would return back to. But uh, Paul was so bold, and he came back, and there were some faithful disciples there that were serving, one of whom was a young man by the name of Timothy. And the Bible expressly says in Acts chapter 16 that him, referring to Timothy, would Paul have to go with them. So Timothy kind of was, you might say, handpicked by the Apostle Paul to to serve in ministry. And I think what a great, you know, what, what a great example it was for Timothy to see Paul there at Lystra. I'm sure that Timothy was not ignorant about what happened to Paul and how that Timothy sees this great man of God who is starting churches for Jesus Christ who now enlists Timothy to come with him. And Paul, as you mentioned, Pastor, is going to mentor him, which reminds us, as you said, the great responsibility of mentoring people to help the next generation follow Christ faithfully. Timothy's home situation is a bit nebulous. We certainly don't want to imagine what the Bible does not state. But what do we know? We know that Timothy had a godly mom. Uh, her name was Eunice. And then he had a godly grandma 
whose name was Lois, and they had inculcated the Word of God uh, into Timothy's life. That from a child, that was known the Holy Scriptures, Paul said about Timothy. So Timothy grew up in with with a, a Jewish understanding of the Scriptures. Um, we don't know when his mom and grandma became Christians, uh, perhaps on that first missionary journey. That's, that's what we would presume. What, what is clear is that Timothy did not have a Christian father or even a Jewish father. So in that sense, Timothy kind of had a hybrid upbringing. Yes, he certainly did. He would not have fit the mold, so to speak, for what would have been very common in the early believers were that the first early believers were, were Jewish. You know, even the ones that came, obviously, to Pentecost there in Acts 2, they were Jews who had come back to celebrate Pentecost. And so Timothy would have been different than a lot of the earlier believers in Jesus Christ. But as Paul preaches the gospel, you know, as we've gone through the book of Acts, we saw how that many Gentiles believed in Jesus Christ. And here, Timothy, as you mentioned, his dad was not a Jew. And so Timothy here is going to be a great man for Paul to bring on and mentor and show him how that he, as a man who is not a Jewish man, how that he still, the grace of God is available to him, and he can serve Jesus Christ with great power. Part of the revealed mystery, the great truth of being in Christ, is that it's one body. It's a Jewish and Gentile body. And to your point, John, interestingly, in Timothy, that reality existed. He was, he was both Jewish and Gentile. Sometimes in life, we, we look at our upbringing and we look at maybe the things we missed out on or I don't have the cookie cutter home like fill in the blank. But I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think we need to look at the uncontrollable circumstances of our life as the opportunities that God gives us to be a blessing, to reach out to others. So for instance, I grew up in a divorced home, but that's given me great opportunity to reach out to people that perhaps have a similar situation, to have compassion, understanding. Timothy was a prime candidate for that second apostolic missionary journey because as you said, He's going to Paul's modus operandi was to go to cities and, and preach to the Jew first, but then also to the Gentile. And Timothy found commonality among both groups. And I love that Timothy is a great example, as we will see throughout this epistle, a, a great young man who is a believer. Yes, his circumstances were different from many of his Jewish counterparts, but that did not hold him back in ministry. You know, and Pastor, you and I both have heard many people talk about, well, you know, I would serve Jesus Christ better, but, and there's some reason why they say I can't serve Christ better. But, but that is not the reality we find in Scripture. We can't control, you know, what happened to us as we came up as a child and our circumstances, but God can work in our life. And I, I love Psalm 78. Psalm 78, the first eight verses, the psalmist talks about how he will teach the next generation to follow God. And then it ends by talking about so that they will not be like their, their forefathers. They won't be rebellious. And those obviously were all Jewish people, but just because parents don't serve Jesus Christ does not mean that the children cannot follow Christ and be great, be great testimonies for him. That's a wonderful thought. In Jewish culture, it was not uncommon. As a matter of fact, it was acceptable for a young man 
from age 15 to leave home and follow a teaching rabbi. So it would not be unusual for Timothy to be allowed to go with Paul, be under the tutelage of Paul and go on this journey. What was unusual was the fact that Paul afforded Timothy leadership opportunities along the way. And when Timothy finally did settle some years later in Ephesus and was part of the church planting movement there on Paul's third missionary journey, that's where Timothy began to receive some criticism. Now, who do you think you are? You're just a young man. Why do you have teaching authority? And especially among the Jews who valued the, their teaching pedigree and, and valued the degree at which they received their education and who's this upstart. And Paul's going to deal with all of those things in the book of 1 Timothy. So uh, let's provide some immediate context for our, for our listeners, John. So what would be the timing, uh, the approximate timing of the writing of 1 Timothy? You know, Paul now, he has obviously been through the second missionary journey. Uh, by now, it's down the road a ways because Timothy has traveled with him. Timothy is at Ephesus. Paul is writing back to him. So it's hard to know dogmatically when this was written. But I, I would say this would have to be, you know, the in the late 50s sometime when he is writing. So Paul has been a Christian for a long time now. And Timothy has been a believer for quite a while. He has. Now, obviously, he references the ministry in Ephesus. You know, some would attach a later date to even um, after uh, a, an imprisonment. But again, it, it doesn't matter that we know it happened on July 7th, you know, this particular year. What we do want to, to know is that there are certain clues as to what Timothy has already experienced, where he's already been. So uh, verse Number one, see, you didn't think we were going to read a verse today, did you? But uh, we are. Verse number one of chapter one, the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope, unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, obviously, a standard greeting. But Paul is saying, listen, I know who I am in Christ. And Timothy, here's who you are. Uh, you are one who has trusted Christ. You're my son, my own son. See the relationship, obviously not biologically, but Paul took a great um, uh, pride in the relationship he had with Timothy in every good sense of that word. And he wished upon Timothy all of those spiritual blessings that only God could bestow, grace, that's God's unmerited favor and the mercy and peace that come from God and, and Jesus Christ. So it's a, it's a very warm greeting uh, that Paul uh, gives to Timothy, and it's one of what we call the pastoral epistles. So if I were to say to our listeners, pastoral epistles, John, define that because we hear these terms sometimes and say, so what does that mean? Sure. The pastoral epistles, as you know, pastor, are first, second Timothy and Titus, t t both Timothy and Titus were young men who Paul, you know, thrust into the ministry and they were young men that Paul had a great part in their lives. And they were men who are now having pastoral experience in what they are doing. Paul, uh, Timothy at Ephesus, Titus at Crete, and they're serving Jesus Christ. And Paul is really going to talk to them a lot about in the role that they're doing, 
what they need to be doing as ministers for Jesus Christ. And he, he's, he will talk about the church in both of these epistles as he talks to these young men about what they need to be doing and they need to have the right mindset about the church of God and they need to be serving Jesus Christ faithfully where God's called them to. The importance of a young man in ministry having a mentor to speak into his life. So these men are pastors in every sense of the word. They, they are in their respective locations, Timothy in Ephesus and Titus on the island of Crete. And yet Paul has to tell both of them, hey guys, stay where you are. Because sometimes the tendency as we're younger in ministry is to kind of get that grass is greener mentality and to want to move on quickly in ministry. And Paul said, guys, there's work to be done. I know there's opposition that you're facing, uh, but there is value in these initial investments. And so guys, stay and do this. So in both 1 Timothy and in the book of Titus, the Apostle Paul essentially says that, stay and do this. I guess the big question then is, what is this? And we don't have time today to jump into all the this, but... We're going to we're going to jump into the text uh, next episode. Uh, I'm really excited about some of the things that we're going to learn in the unfolding weeks here in First Timothy. I'm glad that you're joining us for the ride. Hope that you'll, you'll stay with it, and hope that God will bless as we study His Word. Have a great day today, my friends, and we'll see you next episode. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen. If everyday truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.